Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. This podcast is the full show for today's episode. We have a great show lined up. Thank you for listening. What's good, Laker Now? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan. Welcome to the latest edition of Lakers Now with my co-host, Corey Harrison. In today's show, we're going to talk about what is the expectations for the Lakers in Orlando and how's the rotation going to look with J.R. Smith. And also, will this playoff run by the Lakers impact LeBron legacy? So let's first probably start talking about the Lakers' expectations in Orlando. So, Corey, what is your expectations for the Lakers in Orlando? Nothing short of the title. I mean, we've, we've talked about this in previous shows before. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the focus needs to be geared on trying to complete, compete at the highest level, um, trying to get the guys back together from the long break. Um, AD did uh, finally comment you know, on his expectation of the season. Um, I'm not sure if you heard um, his comments on that. Um, they're all healthy. They have this long break. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, um, I think, going into the season was the number one contender. Um, you know, pretty much the favorites to win the title. Mm-hmm. So I think the long break and the time off was going to be able, to, you know, be able to see how this team is going to be able to respond back. You know, getting back together and getting that rhythm back together, and also adding a piece like J.R. Smith to replace Avery Bradley. Yeah, 100%. You know, um, Anthony Davis, 100% now. LeBron's 100% LeBron. Ever since um, they got to go back to do voluntary workouts, LeBron's been in the gym. Anthony Davis, Rondo Caruso, you know, and this team is hungry, really, really hungry to get this championship, you know. And it's going to be a tough process. You know, any championship is tough, man. But um, I'm just excited that AD is fully healthy, you know, and we can see the level of – Greatness in AD in this playoffs, and actually in the three exhibition games, eight regular season games, and the playoffs, AD's gonna has to be dominant because when he's healthy and on focus, he's one of the best players in the league, top five at best or top ten at best. This is why you go out and sign a player like Anthony Davis mm-hmm. for moments like this. Now we haven't really seen what Anthony Davis can do in, in the deep run playoffs because you know either. Um, the Pelicans didn't make the playoffs or either the Pelicans um, got bounced in the first or the second round. So Mm -hmm. we're really going to be looking for Anthony Davis to do some things he's never done before um, with this Lakers squad. And I think they're fully capable of doing it because health with AD has been an issue in the past. Um, You know, he can't can't stay healthy. Mm. And now that this is not going to be a factor um, with the restart. I think we're really going to start seeing um, Anthony Davis finally coming to his own. Um, he's entering into you know his prime years, where he knew that he wanted to build a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know he left a lot of money on the table in New Orleans to um, compete for championships. You know he's a generational talented player. And I think that signing him and being on this Lakers team, he 
opted to build a legacy with the Lakers. You know, we, we've talked about him possibly uh, entertaining free agency, but ultimately we know that in order for him to build his legacy that he wanted, he's going to have to do it in his Laker uniform. Because what other, what bigger stage to do something like this on but the Lakers platform? Yeah, 100%, man. AD is going to probably resign with the Lakers because why would he want to go to Chicago, New York? And I saw some other teams like Indiana. Why would he want to go there? If you stay with the Lakers, play with LeBron for a couple more seasons, and when LeBron leaves, they can that can be your team. Lakers can be your team. You can have players come in, help you win. You know, it's your legacy in L.A. now after LeBron leaves. You know, that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I think that AD coming over and the expectations of winning this year's championship is going to start learning other free agencies. It's going to be a premier free agency destination once again. Mm-hmm. You know, before um, when Kobe was winning championships, Shaq was winning championships, you know, everybody wanted to play for the Lakers. You know, mm-hmm. they, was, they didn't have any problems, you know, signing free agents. And after those down years, you know, it, it was really hard for, you know, Lakers to get any talented players. Nobody wanted to play with Kobe. Um, then we signed LeBron. Nobody mm-hmm. really wanted to play with LeBron. You know, uh, people wanted to beat those guys. But as LeBron's uh, career is starting to come to a close, Anthony Davis is going to be that, that gateway to get these free agent players. You know, you got uh, players that are coming up like, you know, Giannis, that's um, you know going to be coming up in a few years. Um, you know, other talented you know players is going to want to finally leave these small market teams and finally uh, create their own legacy. And what better place to do it than Los Angeles, Hollywood, and you know those bright lights. And you know, you you always want to leave your mark on the game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, these guys are you know going to be very wealthy after they get through playing. But what mark did you leave? What impact on the game did you have? And that's what's going to be, um, you know, the question that they're going to have to ask once it's all said and done and they don't have the ability to play basketball anymore. Yeah, 100%, man. And AD is going to attract free agents. And guess who signed with Clutch? That the rumors are going to start flying around in a couple of years. Trey Young. Won't I be did see that. I won't be surprised if he gets out of Atlanta and goes to LA. Teams up with AD, AD, Trey Young. That's going to be a talented team after LeBron leaves. Well, who knows what the Lakers going to do after LeBron leaves? But and also Bradley Beal, a p- possibility too. You know, I would take Bradley Beal with AD, Trey Young would be cool, cool little big three. But we'll see what the Lakers do in the next couple of years with that. I think Trey Young, his game, you know, while we're on on topic talking about him, mm-hmm. I think his game needs to mature just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I like that he's a he's a good shooter and willing passer. Um, a lot of people don't know that his passing is more um, his strength than anything. You know, those you know pulling up on those three pointers or whatever. That's just an ability to be able to do that. Not a lot of guys are able to pull up those um, long threes like that. Uh, he's one of those select few guys that can do that. Um, he is a willing passer, um, defensive liability. Um, he doesn't play a whole, whole lot of defense. He's very small. Um, I think 
it's kind of a far-fetched to say that since he signed with Clutch that he's going to team up with AD. You know, a lot of people start these, these rumored meals and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, getting the people riled up. And it, it, he just, you know, signed with a, a new agent. I know that, you know, looking at the pattern, AD signed with um, Clutch, and then he demands a trade out of New Orleans, you know, a few months later. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, you know, that 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 right there, you, that was something that happened, and now the speculations that Trey Young did the same thing, it it can happen again. And I don't want to, you know, start the rumor mill about Trey Young, you know, possibly signing with the Lakers just because he signed with Clutch. I mean, there's a lot of guys with Clutch in different sports, and hmm. you know, I just I don't know. I will see. Yeah, I agree. Trey Young's game needs to improve, and. Uh... A lot of people are comparing him to Stephen Curry, and I don't see that compare. To me, I don't see that. You know, Stephen Curry is way better, in my opinion, than Trey Young. Well, the games are kind of, you know, similar. They have yeah. some similarities. I'm not gonna sit here and say that, you know, that there is no glaring discrepancy in their game. It's, there are some similarities, but um, ultimately, um, Steph Curry is miles and miles away from Trey Young. You know, mm-hmm. as far as like game and and things like that. We've talked about Stephen Curry, you know, he's his inability to take over games, his basketball games and things like that, and him needing um, other players to uh, complement his game. Um, yeah. But I still think that he's a whole lot better than Trey Young at this point. Yeah, but I remember you, you said Stephen Curry's not clutch in crunch time, and there's a stat he's 0-7 shooting the three in crunch time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean... I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I said that in that show. Then it's funny you pulled up that stat. I had no, I hadn't even known nothing about the stat. I just, you know, me, I tested it. I can just yeah. be able to look at it and tell, uh, mm-hmm. you know, different games where he's, you know, needing to pull up a, a big three and he's mm-hmm. not been able to do it. And I didn't know the stat that they were tracking, and I didn't know it was that disproportionate in terms of wins and losses whenever mm-hmm. his hands. Is, uh, is on the ball and it's closing time to close out a game. You know he's not closing. No, he's not. He had he had KD, then Clay, and then oh, Stephen Curry. Man, come to the Lakers. Not Spain. But anyway, um, <clears throat> to our next topic, Jared Smith signs with the Lakers. So speaking of Jared Smith, he's gonna be wearing jersey 21 with the Lakers. And what is the rotation going to look like with Jared Smith? Do you see him starting, come off the bench, or competing with Deion Waiters for a starting position? No, sir. I think, me personally, I'll start Caruso. Mm. I'll start Caruso. You know, I, I think that you should. JR's been out a while. He's going to have to earn his way into that starting role. I mean, mm. I, I need to know what his, his, where his head is, his mental is at. Uh, take the thing out to learn the playbook. You just can't just throw a guy into a rotation. You know, chemistry. Uh, you know, have to maturate. Um, I think that Caruso, it, it wouldn't be a bad fit to go ahead and start Caruso it's in some kind of capacity. Um, run him at the, um, I don't know. You know, you can do anything with that lineup. You know, basketball is positionless. You can just, you know, you get creative with that lineup. You have a lot of pieces, man. You got Waiters, you got JR, you got the Morris uh, brother, you know, um, I haven't really heard anything about the white status. Um, I don't know. Have you heard anything about the white? Yeah, <clears throat> um, I heard that Frank Vogel said that they're keeping 
close contact via text, messages, Zoom calls, and um, there's reports out there that Dwight said that he wants to play. But I haven't heard anything. From, I'm going to wait until it comes from him, man. And wait until it's come from him or officially from the Lakers or until Frank Vogel says something officially, you know, because there's a lot of rumors. Oh, he wants to play. He doesn't. So I'm just going to wait. That's how I feel about it, in my personal opinion. I would love for him to come back, but only if he's ready to come back and yeah, he's facts. ready to compete because we saw how he responded whenever he was locked. If he's not locked in, then we really want him back. Mm-hmm. affecting chemistry and his mind is not focused on basketball yeah yeah Dwight <clears throat> yeah I agree you know Dwight if you come back let's get it but if you don't I understand it just like A.V. Bradley you know his son had some medical issues and family comes first you know what I mean definitely 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 you want to make sure that you prioritize things and you know Basketball is these guys' career. They're, mm-hmm. This is their job and livelihood. But let's let's face it. I mean, these guys don't have to play another game of basketball again. Dwight doesn't have to never, never play another game of basketball again. He's set. Um, but you you want to make sure that he's mentally tough to compete at the highest level to win a championship because you know he's never won one. This yeah. is his only opportunity. You know, at you know his age right now, I think he's thirty four. I think. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean the the window is is definitely closing. So um, I would definitely, if I were him, try to capitalize on this opportunity right now. You know, rather than you know skip out on this this golden opportunity to you know finally uh, get over that hump. Yeah, finally get over the hump, but it's family first, and if Dwight wants to sit up. Because his reasons and his belief, then we can't get mad as Laker fans. We have to, okay, let's go get somebody else. Go get Cousins or go get Kenneth Reed. But then today, I support Dwight's decision if he sits out or if he plays. Either way, I'll still support it. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. And then uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk about NBA 2K21 cover athlete um, Kobe Bryant. What's your thoughts about that one? Man, when I saw that, my my eyes started, you know, you know, kind of, you know, getting wet a little bit, man. Just yeah, same. Just looking at it, um, I still haven't really, you know, came to grips with the loss. You know, every day is different. You know, mm-hmm. some days, you know, I'm I'm able to not really think about it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of, um, you know, Kobe uh, memorabilia, clothes, shoes. Um, my wife bought me this this nice book of uh, like all of the newspaper clippings throughout his career, mm-hmm. you know, outlining his career and things like that. And and until I have to like actually address it and speak about it, I never think about what happened. And to see that he's going to be uh, on the cover again, I'm excited to see what 2K does with it because I'm a big 2K fan. I, you know, I you know play 2K just, just about every day. And just to have that 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 piece of memorabilia because I never got a chance to meet him. Hmm. Never got a chance to speak to him. Never got a chance to, um, you know, reach out to him through social media or anything like that. And now that he's he's gone, I, I, I would never be able to get to, you know, do those things. So, 
um, anything that I can possibly get my hand on, mm. you know, now it's, it's going to be worth a lot, you know, years from now. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I try to get my hands on just just about anything I can, because after a while, you know, price is going to go up on certain things. You're not going to be able to find certain things because, you know, he's no longer here. Mm. And I want to make sure that I have everything that I could possibly get my hands on, you know, as it relates to Kobe. Yeah, 100 percent. You know, um, I'm going to pre-order it soon because Kobe's is a legend and yeah, I agree with you, man. Some days I don't think about it. Some days it just hit me. You know, and then I just have to watch Kobe Bryant videos and then get through being sad and then keep pushing. I read that Kobe book behind me, and it's too. When I read it, I get emotional. So I'm like, okay. All right, boom, and then think about it again, read some more, and then, you know, it's Kobe impacted me. Like, podcasting wise, I would, you know, watch film on myself just like Kobe would. You know, I mean, any situation in life, just learn from it, you know, and keep it pushing. You know, Kobe will always be in my heart, and he did uh, follow me on Twitter, and we messaged each other, and that was really, really cool to talk to Kobe in private message. You know, it really was, man. I'll never forget that day. That right there, um, when you when you told me that, you know, I thought that was really awesome that you were able to reach out to him and speak to him. You know, mm-hmm. that's something that you'll never forget. That's something that's gonna always forever be on your heart, and yeah, you know, it's just it's just unfortunate. It's just really unfortunate that um, I feel like that we was robbed of what he possibly could have done post career. Mm, you know, some yeah. of the things that he was already doing with his daughter, um, with the girls' basketball. I thought, you know, that his second phase of his career was going to be just as good as his first phase when he was playing. You know, it just, I don't know, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man, it's sad. And uh, the Kobe story, when he followed me, he was playing, the Lakers were playing San Antonio in San Antonio, and he was like, what are the keys to the game? And I'll follow you guys. Like, you doing, whoever tells me what the game plan is for today, I'll follow you. And I was like, give the ball to Powell and clear out, let Powell go to work. Put my phone down, it buzzed. It said, Kobe Bryant, follow me. I told my brother, I was like, look, Kobe Bryant followed me. He's like, no, he didn't. I clicked on it, and it said, Kobe Bryant following you, verified. And I just was jumping up and down, screaming, yelling, ran outside, yelled, ran down my neighborhood. Like, what the hell happened? Like, Kobe followed me on Twitter. And like, no, he didn't. Showed him, and, you know, people come to the door. What's going on? Kobe followed me on Twitter. So I, I went crazy. So. I never even, you know, even thought to even, because, you know, like Kobe, you know, guys like that, I didn't even think they even ran their own accounts. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, you really, honestly, you really gave me the motivation to start reaching out more because mm-hmm. some of these guys, they don't, they're not, they don't have anything to do anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they haven't been playing basketball. They haven't um, really been, you know, busy. They've just been kind of like sitting at home. And so it's been like, you know, the success of you actually reaching out to somebody and actually having them answer you mm-hmm. is higher now than it ever has been. So, um, you know, shout out to you for um, paving that way for, you know, people to just, to, you know, step out on faith. Yeah. And I would, when I first started this podcasting journey, I would always be nervous. And then worst thing to do is either read it, say, no, I'm not interested, leave me alone. So there's possi- there's four things that could happen, five things, you know, get blocked. But I just keep trying each and every day, you know. 
I reached out to Jamal Crawford before, even J.R. Smith, Damian Lillard, all these athletes, you know. Nipsey Hustle one time, RP to Nipsey, just trying things. Just, hey, I'm going to DM Shaq, see if he wants to come on. You know, Byron Scott, I DM him, and he hasn't responded yet, you know. So I'm just going to keep trying, you know, until so I, uh, my main goal before the year's over to get Dwight Howard on, on either Laker Now or Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast and Jeannie Bus on this one or the other show. And I feel like it's going to happen because I put all my faith in it, and it's going to happen. You know? that's, all, that's all you have to, you know, if, if, as long as you have that drive, mm-hmm. no one can actually get in your way unless you let them. Mm. F- you know, facts. We, we always, you know, are our own uh, undoing. We're always the, the person that's in our own way. Mm-hmm. And if you just step out on faith, you never know what the results are going to be. Mm. So, you know, I commend you on, you know, doing this podcast you know, steady, you know, driving towards your goals and trying to make sure that this is the most successful podcast that you um, that you can make it. Mm-hmm. And with that drive and that energy, I have no doubt that you're going to be successful and that mm-hmm. you're going to be able to, you know, do everything that you set out to do mm-hmm. as long as you stay grounded and as long as you stay pushing forward. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play you something that Kobe said that uh, drives me really well have dreams and it's very scary sometimes to accept the dream that you have and it's scarier still to say okay i want that it's scary because you're afraid that if you put your heart and soul into it and you fail then how are you going to feel about yourself right so being fearless means putting yourself out there and going for it no matter what go for it not for anybody else but for yourself and that hit home for me, and ever since then, I've been doing that. You know what I mean? With Kobe, you know, he spoke very well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just listen to everything that he ever, you know, says. Like, he was very articulate. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people knew that, you know, mm-hmm. for a guy that never went to college, mm-hmm. you just can just tell that he had a higher level of intelligence. Mm-hmm. And when he spoke, people listened. Yep. And... I, I would read. I, I had started reading some of his uh, books. You know, he was writing children's books. Yeah, he had a podcast. Yeah, I, it was called the the Punies. Yeah, Punies. Yeah, I listened yeah. to it. and It was actually really good. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, it, it it's it, it's a, a cartoon series. I think I saw it on my um my uh, my Apple podcast, but yeah. they don't. I don't think they have it on there anymore. They might still have some episodes on there. Yeah, but. But he was he was into everything, and I think that losing someone, you know, like Kobe, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's devastating for a lot of people. A lot of people still dealing with that. Yeah, especially how it happened, man. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah it's there'll never ever be another Kobe, and I think this two K is going to be a legendary two K. I think they're going to do something. You know, they, for me, real quick about two K, they need to fix the gameplay. Oh man. 2K is horrible this yeah. year. Like this past season, yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. I play like, a lot of my team. Yeah, same here, but overall 2K, like, when I'll be playing, up 15, and then the, I'll be missing wide-open layups, dunks, wide-open threes, air balls, and, and then the team comes back like that. 
I'm about 15. Yeah. I'm executing well. And I feel like it glitches sometimes when I'll be wide open lip. And then my player just, I don't know, I just don't like the gameplay. You know, and did you hear what uh, the 2K guy said about Cousins? No, I didn't. Uh, he was like on live and he called DeMarcus Cousins an asshole. Really? Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins is an asshole, man. I don't want him on, on 2K. And then he heard about it. And then uh, DeMarcus tweeted at him saying, have that same energy. And then he ended up apologizing. And then they took the video down. Wow, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Ronnie2k, you know, I don't know if you watch YouTube, his name is Flight Reacts. He doesn't, he does not like uh, Ronnie2k, he always be disrespecting Flight, and it's just a bunch of drama, but you had something about the 2010 Lakers Championship, do you want to go ahead and talk about that? I first want to kind of go over um, where I was at when they won the championship, so I was working at this, um, this um, warehouse, no, mm-hmm. not really a warehouse, it was called Alcon. It's like a laboratory, Alcon Labs. And as I was going back and forth to work, I would have to listen to it, you know, while I was at work. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the some of the games, and playing the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. I was, you know, really, really um, vocal about them having to win this championship because they just won the previous year championship against Orlando. Yeah, I'm they had beat Orlando, so so they so basically how it went, 2008 they lost to Boston, they got back to the championship, beat Orlando, and then they met Boston again in 2010, and Kobe was you know on a mission. Yeah, he, he was. Could tell, you know that he was, you know a different player from 2008 to 2010. The focus was was different. You know, mm-hmm. not saying that he wasn't locked in then, but mm-hmm. this, the team was sluggish. They got blown out that last game that they uh, they, they played Boston. And then we turned around and we, you know, beat Orlando, and then we got Boston again. And I said, this is it. We have to show the Celtics that we can, you know, beat them because mm-hmm. they, 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 you know, they was really cocky. They was, like, really thinking that they was going to, you know, just do the same thing again or even sweep us. And I was like – and we have to beat the Celtics. So to have this replayed, you know, kind of like a last dance sort of thing, I'm really excited. Uh, I think it's going to be streaming on YouTube on Sunday. Okay. That's the first, I think that's the first episode. Yeah, July 5th. I'm, I'll, I'll, yeah, Sunday, yeah. I'm going to watch that too, man. And like where I was at, I was in high school. And the crazy thing was everybody came over but one Celtic fan. Celtic fan lives next door to me. You want to come over? I'm like, no, hell no. No, no, no Celtic in this house. So he didn't come over. We're down 15. I'm like, okay, it's going to be. And I was like, no, we look disinterested and we look like a day's call. I was like, no, we're going to turn up in the second half. We're going to make a run. Kobe's going to turn turn it up. And then that's what happened. And then once we won, man, as soon as Lamar Odom threw the ball up, I ran to the Celtics fan's house and one of my friends and I just, what's up, man? Lakers won the championship. I was just talking, screaming. No, people were telling me to calm down. Like, nah. I was in, I lived in Sacramento at the time too. So Kings fans were just talking all year. Clippers, there was Clipper fans at my school too, just talking. And I had to hear a bunch of haters all year long when we lost to 2008, hearing it all year. And then when we beat Orlando, it doesn't count because you didn't beat the Celtics. And then when we beat the Celtics, oh Kendrick Perkins didn't play, and it's just. But I'm Lakers learned from that championship loss in 2008. It actually helped made us a better team from that. Way better. So what do you, what do you think about the following year? Then we play the Mavericks. 
I think we just were riding high off the 2010 championship. You know what I mean? I think we we should have got we should have picked up some more like more veterans, more maybe more a little bit more athletic. You know what I mean? Whoever was out there at the time, it was 2011. We could have go get somebody, man. But it happens, you know. But Dirk was on a mission that year. Yeah, I was really surprised, man. That, that team really, really shocked the hell out of me that yeah. they was able to pull that off. Like yeah. they had beaten um, the Lakers, they had beaten um, Miami. Yeah. Like they, they, their path to the championship was crazy. Yeah, and they and, didn't have like big name, talented players like that. They, they just did it. Yeah, that Jason Kidd and Sean Marion, Deshaun Stevenson. Oh. No, I know, I know. I'm just Jason Terry, Tyson Chandler, that. You know, but Dirk 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 was unguardable that whole playoffs. You know, what really pissed him yeah, off was, was when, when LeBron and Dwayne Wade were making fun of him, being pretend to be sick, and then Dirk took it as a uh, motivation. And Dirk, you know, I won 150, or actually 200 bucks off that uh, game or the whole series. I was like, Dallas is gonna win it. So, but man, it's crazy, Dallas man. That's the only championship. You know, after that championship, Dallas just like, okay, we don't care. After that, Dallas just went down. They blew up the team. Like, Mark Cuban yeah. was stupid. Yes. You could have tried to go, at least go try to make another run. He completely obliterated the team. You know, all the players went somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. But um, LeBron's legacy. <clears throat> Will this playoff run for LeBron James be impacted? By LeBron, okay, excuse me. LeBron James's legacy for the playoff run will it be impacted if he doesn't win with LA? Yes. Okay. I think that right now, as it stands, he's three and nine in the finals. It is impressive that he got to the finals that many times. Uh, three and six. Three and six. I'm sorry. Three mm-hmm. and six. Three and six. So that's nine times, nine trips to the finals. He's won the title three times out of, and he's lost six. He's not going to be able to survive another finals loss. Mm-mm. Um, and the LA, the LA fan base is not that patient, especially now. Um, they got to win. They, they, there's no ifs and buts about it. They they can't make it to the playoffs and about the first round, second round. They have to see this title through. Yep, one hundred percent. Or this is, or this season is going to be a failure. One hundred percent. Lakers don't win the championship in this Orlando bubble. Failed year. I don't care what the fans say. Oh, they had a good year. They made the playoffs. Hell no. Us Laker fans, we're all about this behind us. Not oh, you got a second round playoffs. I'm going to give you a pat on the back. Nope, we're all about championship banners. We're all about rings. We're all about winning. We don't play that. So if LeBron doesn't win a championship with the Lakers this year, he'll be, let's say if he gets to the finals, he'll be 3-7. and seven. And Skate Base will have a field day on first or undisputed. Everybody will have a field day with LeBron. Lakers need to get this title done. And LeBron needs, needs to turn up in the playoffs. He will, but he needs to... Have a best playoff career in his career. He needs to have one of those historic playoff runs. Yo, definitely. Um, but you, 
But honestly, do you think he have that left in him that he had that Cleveland year? When they came back down 3-1? Do you think he has that in him still? 17 season, playing at a high level. I want to surpass me that LeBron would do something like that. You know? So we'll just have to wait and see there, man. But he's gonna, he's gonna, he has another superstar, AD. So we'll see what happens with AD and LeBron in the plus. You know, if they click, man, I'm telling you, if they click like they were during the regular season, they clicks in the playoffs. We're holding up number 17 championship, man. Everybody's like, why are you so confident? Because I have to be. I'm, you know, I mean, as a fan, you gotta be confident in your team. You can't just be like, no, we're gonna lose. You gotta be confident in your team. Definitely, but with this this team. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot mm-hmm. to it's gonna take a lot and 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 right now it's it's uncertain yeah to because of the long layoff we don't know what they look like yeah um speaking we know of what long... they look like before but I don't know now yeah I know uh, AD looks a little bit bigger he did look a little bigger yeah <laughs> got got a new hairdo yeah hairdo and if he's buffed up and <laughs> look out. NBA bubble, NBA Orlando bubble. AD's going, I'm telling you, man, AD's healthy, and when he's healthy, when you when you see him healthy, he's dominant. So we just got to wait and see there, man. But uh, do you have any final thoughts before we close today's show up? Final thoughts. I really want to see what um, the new guys that we haven't got to see play yet, like JR and, and Waiters. I mm-hmm. want to see what they're going to look like in that Laker rotation. Um really excited that you know we're finally marching towards having active basketball we're only a few weeks um out from it yeah and i'm really excited to see what this is going to look like this is brand new like this bubble situation is going to be brand new and i'm excited i'm going to be glued to every game yeah me too man and uh, i agree with you man Deion waiters jr smith but also gotta throw it out there i really want to see how kyle kuzma's going to turn up let me see if he's going to still be the same, improve, if he doesn't improve. If he if he's out, we haven't played for five months, if we, if we come back and he's not performing at the highest level, being dominant, it's time to get rid of him because you're off for five months and still can't turn it up. You know what I mean? But we'll see. We'll see about Kyle Kuzma. What are your thoughts about the Kyle Kuzma comment? Big Baby, um, I was ready to get rid of him at the deadline. So you have no faith in him. I was, to tur- I was trying. I was trying to see what they can do. Um, you know, see if we had any kind of trade bait for him. Yeah. I just but, don't think that he was locked in. You know, hopefully, you know, just to give him the benefit of that. Hopefully, uh, um, the layoff, he's yeah. kind of got refocused, understanding his role. Um, if not, and we can't use him, he's you know basically. A shell of his former self, then we just need to just cut bait. Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like he's going to be a traded because he just, you're right, man. He just doesn't seem focused. Maybe it's the LA spotlight in the sense of turning up, having TikToks, having a girlfriend. You know, it seems like he was not that motivated to play. What I seem like, there's times where he's having his head down, just looks disinterested. Yeah, you know I, mean? I just wish I wish that we would have been able to keep Brandon Ingram. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, if the Lakers would have kept Brandon Ingram through in Kuzma, we'd have a big three right now. Brandon Ingram and Brandon Ingram. I saw a picture of him uh, 
on the Pelicans because I was scrolling through and I saw somebody retweet about the Pelicans that uh, Lonzo's buffing up, Baron Ingram's getting muscle. Every, the Pelicans are a team that that should make the eight seed, in my opinion. You seen Zion? Yeah, I seen him. He's starting to. Man, that Pelican team is going to be interesting in the years to come, man. They have talent, and they can use that talent to get traded, get more assets. They can do all types of things. Do they got the right coach for that team, though? Ooh. No, they don't. They need to go get somebody like maybe. They need a coach that can. You know who, who, what team? I know it's gonna, what you're going to sound. It's going to sound crazy. But you know what? who, who would have a field day with that team? Jason Kidd. No, um, Dan Tony. Oh, Mike Dan, 130 points every night, no defense. It would be just a bunch of lobs. But Lonzo was flourishing that offense. That fast seven-second offense? Yeah, and that's perfect for Mike Dan Tony. But we'll see, man. They don't we'll really see. have a lot of shooters for Dan Tony's offense, though. No, no, they don't. But it's just crazy, man. I feel like Alvin Gentry is going to get let go after the season. You know, they maybe need to go get more of it. Um, he's a good coach, but he's, he's good. old. Yeah, he's old. He's good, but you know what? You go get Mike Brown the chance. Mike Brown's a very talented coach. Not a head coach. Yeah. Not a good head coach. In my opinion. Mike Brown. Mm. He's still in Golden State, ain't he? Yeah. And the Knicks mm-hmm. are interested in him, and some other team wants to interview him. I you just know, don't but, think he was a, you know, Mike Woodson is a good coach too. I like his. You know, he had a actually 500 record with the Knicks as a coach. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we'll see. But Jason Kidd's hot commodity. I think Jason Kidd would be a great cho- coach over there in New Orleans. J- Lonzo Ball, he would teach that team. But who knows what's going to happen, man? We'll have to wait and see, man. But just want to thank Corey for coming on Lakers Now, and uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel Lakers Now on Apple Podcasts. Um, anchor and make sure you guys turn on the post notification share this great podcast that we had today man and it's always a pleasure Corey. go go lakers go lakers if you love the out of bounds sports podcast we'd love for you to subscribe rate and give a review on itunes until next time